And then once the independent play starts to click, you're going to be so amazed at what your child is capable of. Because independent play builds some really important skill sets. It builds a problem-solving skill set, and it builds their sense of confidence in their ability to figure things out. When you've got a kid who has some level of independence, they become problem solvers, and that's going to help them their whole life long. Hey there, Mama. This is True Presence, the podcast where Catholic moms like you and me learn to be embodied souls. St. Catherine of Siena said, be who you were meant to be, and you will set the world on fire. In the midst of hurry, worry, and social media, we're doing a 180 and focusing on real presence, communion, connection, natural living, and bringing eternity into our hearts and homes. I'm your host, Kelsey, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, are you thinking about giving up social media for Lent this year? If so, I am going to be doing a private podcast to encourage any moms who want to do this, who want to focus on spending more time being present with their families. There's going to be a couple episodes coming out every week throughout Lent, and you have to sign up to get this because it is a private, not a public podcast, which means you need to get the link from me to access it. So I've put the sign up in the show notes below here, and I hope to see you there. This is one of those things where I wanted to do it as a podcast so that you don't get caught up in the you know, having to open up your browser to get the encouragement, but you don't feel so alone on this journey because it can be really tricky. I think especially as moms, we are often in our homes, not getting a lot of time with friends. And so we reach out to social media for companionship and it can be really, you know, it can be really hard to try and do something like this alone. And I want to be there for you. I want to help you with it. So go ahead, sign up below, grab that link and get those podcasts are going to be automatically showing up and you won't get distracted by having to open a browser by having to go on social media to get that encouragement it's going to all be just showing up in your podcast app one episode at a time and you can listen to it while you're doing other things folding laundry running your errands anything so hope to see you there Hey guys, today we're going to talk about how to teach your child to play independently because first of all, this is such an important skill for kids and really helps them to become who they are, but also it's amazing for moms because then we have time to do things like the dishes or pray or write in our journals and all those other things that help us to have a more balanced life. So let's talk a little bit about what is age appropriate for kids? When they are in the first um, really age range of developments from like zero to three, you're going to have a different expectation than when they are three to six. And that again is going to be different than from when they are ages six to nine and nine and up. They're all different phases of mental development. And in that transition time, you're going to have to figure out, um, like, let's say they're age six, they might fall into the three to six category, but they might also fall into the six to nine. So you're going to see increasing independence and ability to play independently as they move through these different stages. So if you're at a point in life right now where you've got all zero to three-year-olds and you feel like you're spending all your time with them, 
It's not entirely unusual. There are things you can do to stretch out their ability to play independently, but just know it's not forever. It really isn't. It's a stage. And let's say you're planning to just keep having lots and lots of kids. I can tell you as a mom of older kids and a baby that it's still going to get better because you're going to hit a point where your older kids can play with your baby. And it's just so much fun. Like I look at my 18 month old right now and he absolutely adores his siblings when they come in there and they're goofy with him and they read him stories and it has made his life so rich and beautiful to have these older siblings to be his playmates. And I have so much more free time than when I had my three, you know, I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old and a newborn was probably the hardest time in that stage of life, just because they really were so hands-on and needing so much attention. So let's talk about how your day can go. The first thing, if you want to teach your kid to play independently, is you actually do need to focus on the opposite. You need to focus on giving them quality time with you. And there's a special kind of quality time where they get to be in charge to a degree. Like they decide the games, they decide what you're doing, and this really fills them up. It helps them to feel like your connection level is extremely deep. And their little love tank is filled to the brim by the end of it as much as can be. And the more you can fill up that love tank, the more free time you're going to get afterward. So it's important to put away your phone, to put away out of your mind all the things that you need to be doing and to just take that time that you're with your child and really focus on them. The other thing you can do with little kids for quality time is to turn the ordinary things that are part of your day into some of that quality time. Like when you are feeding them, to focus on feeding them, to engage with them directly, talk about the textures of the food, the smells. And also when you're doing things like diapering or getting ready for nap, these are all opportunities for deep quality connection. If you're not distracted, if you're giving them your full attention, it can count as some of that quality time. The more you're able to do that, the more independent play they're going to be capable of later because they're going to feel so deeply secure that they can explore and detach and be a little bit independent later. The second thing, mindfully set up a space that's appropriate for them. You want to have a space where they are free to explore. So in some homes, you're able to make it almost the whole home. In other homes, you might need to constrain it to just one room. Or in some cases, maybe a you know a well-set-up playpen. I'm not a huge fan of playpens because especially past the age of six months, I don't think it's enough space for gross motor development, which they're really driven to do once they start crawling. But you might find that for those early days, a playpen is sufficient. But the best thing you can do is have a space where you know that you really don't need to be supervising 100%. If you can set up a whole room that is plenty for a small child, like we have our living room is set up as our safe space because my older kids like things like Legos and I just can't have our baby wandering the whole house the way I used to be able to when I had all littles and things were all baby proof. Now there's big kid hobbies out and that's it's a different stage of life. So we have our living room set up with a baby gate and it's a completely safe spot for our toddler. The other thing you want to do is you want to make sure you have age appropriate activities and not too many. So when you're setting up your space, you want it to be the right number of things so that they can focus, but not feel overwhelmed. 
I really love the Montessori method for this. And there's so much you can find about it um, for looking at age-appropriate activities. These are going to capture your child's interest because they are so developmentally perfect that they hit this sweet spot on concentration and challenge. It's just a little bit challenging, but not so challenging as to be intimidating. And they'll do it over and over. And this really actually moves into my third point, which is to help your child learn to play independently. When you are playing with them, you can choose specific activities that help them to build their focus and concentration. The longer they learn to focus and concentrate, the longer they'll be able to play independently. So things that build their concentration are, again, like things like these Montessori activities, practical life skills. Do you know there's, it's something so sweet, but they love to imitate what you're doing. So if you're sweeping the floor, let your baby try to sweep with you. They're going to love it. You can get child-sized tools. Then they feel included and they want to be like the people around them. It's so ingrained in them to grow up to be just like mom and dad especially in the zero to six age range. They love practical life skills. I've never seen a kid love wiping a table so much as a four-year-old. It's There's just something about it. And it'll build their focus. The longer they can concentrate on one activity, the longer they are able to focus on other activities. So when you find an activity that's building their concentration, remember you're actually, it's just like learning math. They're actually learning a skill set. And that skill set is going to carry over into stronger, higher quality, independent play. Now, the last thing that you can do to help your child learn to play independently, I'm not going to say last, this is second to last, is to build and enforce a routine. So, you know, start small, just being nearby in sight so that you can reassure them. Do something like, I'll have my baby in the living room playing and I will fold um, clothes on the dining room table, which is just visible right through the doorway there. And I can say, oh, look, I'm folding the pants. Yes, I will come to you in just a minute after I've finished folding these last three things. So they they might fuss at you. They might, you know, try to say, mom, I need you to be with me all the time. And you can just gently reassure, show them you have confidence that you listen, you care, you're there for them, but you're still not going to be 100% available at all times. And this teaches them to, just no, mom's going to come, just not immediately when I cry. She hasn't abandoned me. She's right there, but I might as well do something else in the meantime while I wait for her to do that. And you'll see, you know, start with small amounts of time, start with five minutes and work your way up to more of what you want to do. Focus on empathy and reassurance, but hold your limit. Which leads me to the last thing. It's absolutely okay for your child to be upset, but it might feel really uncomfortable to you. There's no harm that's going to come to them. No sense of abandonment if you are right there on the other side of a baby gate, holding your limit, but empathizing. It's the same as anything else you have to do. If you need to put your child into a car seat, you can say, yeah, I understand you don't want to be here, but car seats are part of life. We have to be in car seats to go safely somewhere. And I hear you, I'm here for you, and I love you, but I'm still going to put you in this car seat. And it's the same thing with independent play. I hear that you want me. I love you. I'm around. You're not alone, but I can't be sitting there and playing with you right now. I have to do this. I have to fold the laundry. And they do learn that. And then once the independent play starts to click, you're going to be so amazed 
at what your child is capable of. Because independent play builds some really important skill sets. It builds a problem-solving skill set, and it builds their sense of confidence and their ability to figure things out. When you've got a kid who has some level of independence, they become problem solvers, and that's going to help them their whole life long. So let's go back through. First, to teach your kid to play independently, make sure you are filling their love tank. Begin with focusing on quality connection time. Second, set up your space. Make sure you've got the right amount of activities and age-appropriate activities and that the space is safe so that you are really confident that you can step away if you need to. Third, do activities that help your child to build their focus and concentration. And fourth, build and enforce a routine using empathy and reassurance while holding a limit. Work your way up a little at a time, starting with just a few minutes until your child has built the skill set of independent play. 